Are you the kind of gal who's not interested in how things used to be in the hair industry? Who wants to hear from ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga, and join me as I interview and learn and get curious about other hairstylists I believe are living life on their own terms, defining what success means for them and living lives in alignment with that. Let's dive in. Hey guys, I'm super excited to share with you that I have brought back my signature course, She Nets Worth, a hairstylist guide to going independent. So if you've been independent for a while and you don't have systems, this course is for you. If you're thinking about going independent and you're not sure if it's what's the right move for you, this course is for you. I know for myself, I wish I had this course. Basically, the first four years I was independent, I struggled because I didn't have the infrastructure or the understanding of the business side of my business. So if this sounds like something you could use some help with, please head over to my website, wavemaking.com, and check out my course. All right, guys. So I thought today it'd be kind of cool to talk about something that I've been talking a lot with uh, different stylists about, and it's made me kind of reflect on how I perceived this topic as well prior to having it be in my life. So today's topic is going to be about business and babies. And I feel as though for many years, I was under the impression that it would be bad for my business to have a baby. Like it wasn't like other people's careers. It wasn't one of those things where like, I was going to get maternity leave. It was going to negatively impact my career to have a baby. And so I thought it'd be cool to talk about because as I'm living it and as I'm doing it, I continue to kind of come back to this idea that it's the best thing that happened for my business to have a baby. And I mean, I think we can get so short-sighted and the way that I used to see life was kind of in the direct like like what was right in front of me and yes in the short term taking time off or taking a leave from work in the short term is 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 not good for your business if you're thinking about just the bottom line and you're thinking about uh day-to-day like not having income coming in but if you take a longer view like I've gotten better at doing the last number of years and as I start as I kind of reorient myself with reality in the world, as I go back into work, I continue to be very pleasantly surprised. And also just like, yeah, that makes sense that having had a baby is actually been like kind of like rocket fuel for my business. So I'll kind of explain to you why I think that and why I've been experiencing it that way. And that's how I'm choosing to look at it. So one of the one of the really cool things I feel about having a baby is that no longer are you quick to give your time away. I'm someone that has, you know, like the last two years, like anytime I wanted to have someone on the podcast, it was like, well, what would work for you? Um, and I think I ran my salon business very similarly to that, thinking like, well, I want them to do it. I want them to be on my show. So like I have to work with their schedule. And something really, really cool happens when you have a baby is you just like literally can't do that anymore. Like whether it's a muscle that gets built or it's like, no, this person is in my care this amount of hours will always, and until I get some, some support and some help. So what I found early on was, okay, if I have a babysitter 10 hours a week, 
I, I very, I'm very limited in my ability. And then also that's my, all of my alone time for that whole week. So not, so my time got way more valuable. So I, I'm less likely to just hand it to anyone and everyone. And I think that that is an asset. I think that that's something that in our careers, you know, it'd be cool if you didn't have to like have a baby to realize that, but there's something really just like stark. There's a stark before and an after. And after you have a baby, you're like, okay, so, you know, up until last week, you know, I had a nanny that didn't work out, but, um, I was like, okay, I have 25 hours. And so in those, I have a blocked amount of time for coaching. I'm now doing primarily solo episodes. Like I had to really reconfigure and I had to do something that like I didn't really do as well prior to having a child was like, okay, what, how can I reconfigure this? And I get way more creative with how do I keep doing the podcast, but not have it keep taking as much from me? How do I, and and you start to like negotiate with yourself and get really clear on where your time and energy is going to go. So I think that that's something that elevates your business because that's something that being back in the salon for two weeks, my clients are like, I think it's so cool how you're doing multiple things. And I think that it's really just like people are seeing like that I'm showing up and this is how, where my salon world lives. It lives within these 20 hours, you know, two and a half days a week. That's where it lives. It doesn't have a lot of flexibility, but like when I'm with people, I'm not rigid. It's just the kind of client that's going to come see me is going to have to fit into a 9 a.m. slot, a 10, a 9, an 11, a 1, or a 3. And that's just how I'm doing it. So that's one thing that I think um, really, really is an asset to how we run on appointments and how we set our lives up. And I think it also another huge like gift that having a baby and the way that it's helped me to see that it really isn't about how long we're doing things. It's not about how many st- stylists I coach. It's that I'm doing coaching. It's that it's that it brings me joy and I feel like a real return on investment. It's it's I'm doing hair. It's not how much I'm doing it. It's that I'm getting to do it. And I think that it recalibrates your um, your thought process of behind like where you're putting your time. So it's like when you're doing something, you're not like, I'm only seeing 10 clients a week. You're like, I'm getting to see 10 clients a week where I think, you know, pre-kid, I would have been like, what kind of stylist, you know, sees 10 people post-kid or, you know, in the last couple of years, it's like a boss level stylist. That's who someone who has gotten such intentionality behind what they're doing, that they can confidently do it. And there were years prior to having Birdie that I had a clientele, not all of my clientele, because I have an amazing group of people that have been with me my whole career, but I had a segment of my clientele that I would have had a hard time standing in the amount of space I was going to take up. So for instance, like if someone were to be like, you're taking five months off, you know, the month before I had the baby and then four after, you're taking five months off, like I would have had certain people around me that would have played on my insecurity of taking that amount of space and it would have, I would have felt it. I would have been so uh, uncomfortable with the amount of space that I was taking up, the amount of time I was taking and then what it would have said about what I felt I was worthy of. And there were times in my life where I think we kind of 
get, well, we, we, we latch on to the insecurities we have. And so insecurity for me was like to take time off work or to not be there when I felt like in a way as a, even as an independent stylist, like I worked for my clients and I had certain select few clients that I think that was how they viewed me as well. And so for me to take up the kind of space in the last couple of years I've taken up, it's definitely, um, put off a lot of people and, and, and that's a good thing. So I think having had a child has helped me to take more space up and to live more into my own life and to unapologetically do that so that when I'm with people, I kind of feel like my, I was so excited to get back and see my clients because I felt like I had, this is another huge, like awesome thing about, I got back and I had this a new appreciation for all of my mom clients. So, which is most of my clientele, but I felt as though I understood them differently. I felt like I allowed them to like have a perspective. I had a perspective on the way that they had chosen to do things that I found admirable, but I found that with every single mom, right? Like, so I'm like, you, you left your job as a pediatrician to stay home like that's amazing like when did you find time for yourself because I find to go to work you know I get time for myself and it was really cool to see how and this doesn't always happen but how women can show up for women because she was like yeah but like there's no easy way to do it like it's hard to go back to and I think uh just realizing that like the relationships I had with people they are stronger after having a baby because I show up with even more like more humility than I ever had um, because it's a very humbling experience. I was listening to a podcast that was talking about how, you know, when we're getting ready to have a baby, it's like you're getting like blankets and beautiful things and it's like soft and just cuddly and amazing and like having a baby and the weeks that follow couldn't be less cuddly and cozy. It's like, whoa, like what just happened? It's like carnage. It's, you know, and, and then I feel like, and then you're like, now I'm just, I'm at like, she's like four and a half months. And I'm like, look at those blankets. It's like, it's like, it's crazy what your mind will allow you to just kind of grow from and mute out. And I mean, just kind of forget about. Um, But yeah, so I think that that is like just having this perspective that I go back with more humility. I I had uh, seen a statistic or something of that sort that talked about the best thing you can do for your business is in the best personal development for your business is to become a better human. And when I listened to that, it really stopped me because I thought becoming a parent and become and, and how much it's humbled me and continues to and then the way that it kind of shocks you about how things are how things really work in the world in a different way than ever before. Um, I feel as though like you have an opportunity as a parent to become a better human, right? Like you have an opportunity to um, talk to your kids in a way that like no one talked to you, but like the little girl inside of you is like, if someone look, took the time to explain that to me, if someone had, if someone had done that, like how it would have impacted how I showed up, you know, in my early twenties, how it would have allowed me to like, not just feel lucky every time I went into a job that I got it, that I would have maybe seen that I brought a lot to the table, like what it, what I could do and what I can be doing and how I can show up in a way that exemplifies that for my child. 
I feel it gives me the opportunity to become a better human, which in turn makes me a better business person, a better friend, a better everything. So I think there's a lot of um, misconceptions. And I think there also is a lot of work that we still need to do to show up for women. Because if, if we had the world set up to honor a new mom, it wouldn't look the way that it looks. So it's not something where I think like it, everything's firing on all cylinders. I think that women need a lot more support than they get. And I feel fortunate to have gotten to get the help like with a babysitter during my maternity leave for 10 hours because uh, I didn't know what to do with myself because I didn't know how to get any time for myself. But I think that there are misconceptions back in the workplace that I feel I saw for years. Like, well, how does someone show up as the mom they want to be and show up in their business the way they want to show up? And I think that, like, if I can say anything about that, it's that I found a way to really honor both. And I, again, I recognize the, uh, the privilege in that, working for myself and having another income. I recognize all of that, but I just would love to have known and to have seen someone that I felt was doing it in a way that really they didn't feel like they were compromising either. And I, I think I thought that you would really have to or you'd have to be kind of like running around like a chicken with its head cut off. And my experience, even though I feel felt like that prior to going back to work, like in the early days, like I don't know how anyone goes back to work. I don't know how I'm supposed to pump these things, do hair color. And, and I feel like just slowly finding my way and also saying like, what is the least stressful way that I can do this? Because in turn, I'm going to be a better parent if I'm not breastfeeding and I go back to work and I'm able to be present at work and come home and not be like, I got you your milk. Like, you know, I feel like it would just, I had to kind of tune in with myself and tune out the world, which is what we have to do in our businesses anyway. But I think that having, choosing to have a family, you kind of have to really learn to do that Um, and put blinders on, take in a little bit from the world as far as like, okay, like I really don't know how to do this. Like, how do you take formula on the go? Like that, like people know how to do that. But then beyond that, like, like just really try and tune out as much as possible and tune in to yourself because you have to give yourself more credit. And I know it took us how many years, it took me how many years to get that way in my business. And then I become a new mom and I'm like, wait, how are the moms that are doing this right? Do it. And that's just not, that's, I mean, if we continue to learn the same lesson until we really master it. And that is that only you really know. And for me, I feel like a good example of kind of getting caught up in this is if I cared uh, what people thought about my level of productivity, because that's something that was really, really something I held close to me for many years. Like I needed people to see how much I was doing and I needed to please everyone. And so if I really cared about that, there's no way I would have done a half day and there's no way I would have carved the time out for the coaching. Because if you, if you think about like what, you know, certainty and what's certain the work that I've done uh, up until the last couple of years is what's certain, right? Like it's what's proven to be like there no matter what. That's my, my, my clients behind the chair are like my proven method and my passion has evolved and I want to be coaching and I want to be showing up for other stylists because that's where my passion has taken me. 
But if I wasn't, a, if I, and it's still scary, but if I wasn't open to um, there being something there without the certainty of it really being there, I would have carved out zero time in my schedule. And I think being that we are stylists, that we are used to showing up for people in a really consistent, considerate way, I think we have to find ways to do that for ourselves too. And I don't mean like, I think that the all or nothing thing about like, I'm quitting behind the chair to go do this. I think I thought that was a formula for success. And I think that it is, but it's not mine. So for me, I love seeing my clients still. I love how it informs how I show up and all the other things that I do, like in the podcast and the coaching, all of it. And I think that I have to have, have had to rewire my thinking to be like, okay, I can be a mom. I can have my business behind the chair. I can have this other like avenue to my life. And uh, that can be through the coaching, through the podcast. And uh, I think that there's something that we have to do is not talk about the dreams we have, but build, and even if it's an hour, even if it's a half an hour, we actually have to like carve that time out for something to come to be. And I think it can be scary. And I think that what we've been taught sometimes is it's all or nothing. Like if you're going to be a successful coach, you got to only do that. Or, and I think that I'm just, it, it ain't me, you know? So I find that I want to build time into my, into my work hours. And then I'm someone who beyond like Bertie taking a nap, I don't want to work. So that's why I like don't do clubhouse. It's why I don't do a lot of things. Um, it's why I chose the avenue of being able to continue to do the podcast and not have th- anything be live because I don't want to live my life in a way where like I tell you guys that I have this great um, flow of like work and life and then I have my life be filled with all the work stuff and so I'm smoke and mirrorsing everyone. I, I, I find that to be a quality in the world right now with social media that really bothers me. And I really want to work three days a week. I don't want to tell people I have like nannies and all these things. And then I'm like hobnobbing the whole thing together because I see that a lot. And I just, I'm, I want to have a life that feels like I'm be able to be present in it. Not that I'm running around doing all the things and selling a lifestyle that like isn't real. So I feel like having a baby, having a business, having uh, different branches to your business, it can all be done. And I think that it can be done in such an intentional way, which is what the beauty, I think that, you know, like with anything, there's like, you can hang a left or you can hang a right. You can have a baby and have a business and you can choose to really like, almost like on a spreadsheet, like map out the, or post-its, whatever, where your time and attention is going to be allocated and then live that way. Or you go the other way and you can be like, it's amazing. I'm doing everything. And like, I'm able to be home with my kid. I'm able to do all this stuff. And like, look at me do it all. But it's all like living together. And like, you're not really fooling anyone. And you're just yourself maybe because you're like, look at me, I've got it all. But I'm someone who really needs things uh, to live where they live so that that I can be present to them. I was on one clubhouse and I'm glad I did it with, you know, as no industry aligned, Jenny Khan and uh, Kellen loves hair, but 
I had my baby in the background and I was like showing up for them and I loved it. And I was like, but I don't, I don't want that to be how I show up as a mom because at any moment where we're trying to juggle the two, we're choosing how we're showing up in both. And I think that's why I choose to have my life be really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I choose to have it really be contained in each quadrant. There's a word for this it's called, um, I don't know, but I don't, I struggle to have things live together because my focus can't go where I would, it can't go to all the places I would want it to go in the moment. So when I'm in the salon, I don't want my nanny, past nanny, to send me pictures of my baby because I want to be in my business. And when uh, I'm at home, I don't want to be doing work stuff. I don't want to be like, putting a call, doing a call. I don't want to be, I don't want them to live together because it gets murky and it compromises both. So for me, just compartmentalizing, that's the word. That's what I've, that's what I've done in my personal life prior to having a baby. And I think that in compartmentalizing my life, but also like having them inform one another, it's, I'm able to have a really cool setup. And so I just wanted to share that with Anyone who's like, well, how can you do it all? And how can you do it like and have one not suffer? I think it's creating space for each thing and getting right with yourself and aligned with what is what that would be for you. And it can come to you, right? Like, so I'm on maternity leave thinking, am I even going to want to do hair? Because all of the successful coaches, and that's a trap because you can't follow anyone's formula. And I think that uh, it's something that's so personal and like, it did come to me. It's like, no, I, I love that. And, uh, I think you have to know that there's different ways to do everything. And if becoming a mom has taught me anything, um, and I think that we kind of know this about business, but I don't necessarily think like most people don't talk about the inner workings of their businesses. Um, and maybe it's like, with moms, they talk more about it, but there's a million ways to run a business and there's a million ways to be a mom. I'm finding the way that works for me. And I'm hopeful that in listening to this, that you feel a little bit more, uh, hopeful and inspired to find your own way, whatever that is. But business and babies can live together and it doesn't have to be chaos. It doesn't have to be chaotic. And you don't need to worry about missing opportunities because, the right ones will be there when you're ready. And I know that sounds like hocus pocus, but I promise you, like I took five months off and I'm recalibrated and I'm back in the game and I would have had regrets had I not given myself that time. And you don't want to regret how you're, you've chosen to take a precious time in your life um, because you were afraid that you weren't going to get on that hair podcast or you weren't going to get to do Clubhouse or I promise you, you won't regret taking time for yourself. I think that's Oprah's line. Have a wave-making day, and I'll talk to you soon.